back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, myself and Mr. Matt the Schnoff, Jazznoff, is with me. I have a new nickname every week. Well, it's, it's, just, it's always been the schnoff. I know. I mean, that's you know, that's what uh, Mr. Uh, Josh started. Uh, yeah, he, he started that. Yeah. Too bad he's not here today. I know. I'm sad Josh didn't join I'm us today. I'm sad Josh didn't join us today. Josh is a uh, Josh is our partner in crime, so I'm I'm super sad that he did not come and hang out with us today. So today we are sitting down and we are going to discuss good times, good times. some JJ, you know, and uh, all the good times out there. Um, Jimmy and Nick were uh, cool enough to let us uh, try through some of their varieties of offerings that they have. We've yeah, got a super van- nice of them. Share that with us, and we're going to review them. We've got uh, the LFG Vanilla Ice Ice Baby Two Code Two Code. It's probably my favorite sticker they've done. Yeah, um, I-, I actually really like the light blue wax as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they they do a great job with that stuff. Um, then we've got the maple syrup, which is uh, barrel number one of the maple syrup. Um, it's got elf on it and the, the pancakes. Um, then we've got one of the honey barrels here, barrel 13. And then we've got a toasted, I think it's toasted bourbon. Yeah, not toasted toasted bourbon. yeah, toasted bourbon here. Um, and this one is barrel number five. So we've got What's a variety. What's the barrel number on the vanilla? On the vanilla, it just says LFG. Oh. So, LFG. Let's fucking go. Oh. I will say uh, th- those dudes are some 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 funny dudes. Ryan is uh, definitely um, a character. He's got lots of things going on out there, and it's awesome. And and he's he's not afraid to get outside the box and and do things that that most other folks won't do. So I can really appreciate that about them and their group. And I'll tell you what, if you want to get a bottle that they've they've released, I mean you you better be on the ball because that shit goes fast on their page. So they yeah. they've got a huge following. So, you know, a little bit, I mean, you've obviously talked to them a little bit more than I have. So, you know, why don't you run through what they've done with each one of these? Absolutely. So the first one we're going to try is going to be the Good Times Vanilla. I'm going to take a little sip of that. and But uh, it's basically been, um, the bourbon's been finished in a, I think they said it was Madagascar vanilla extract, extract barrel. So it was a barrel that had finished, uh, a bourbon barrel that had uh, extra, um, vanilla extract put in it. And it was, you know, I guess sitting there for however long that, you know, they put vanilla into a bourbon barrel to get a bourbon-flavored vanilla. Um, And then they got the barrel back from that gentleman, then aged the bourbon back in that vanilla barrel, and they made this one, so. I'll tell you what, if you had this shit in a candle, my God. Oh, my goodness. The nose on this thing is undamn real. Love it. I mean, for you, somebody with your nose, I mean, shit. <laughs> Smell it from upstairs. It's like fucking smell-o-vision. <laughs> that shit come right through the TV and stuff, man. <laughs> Four fucking D, guys. That's right, man. So, but uh, let's get a, let's get a little taste on this. You can talk a little bit about it's it. probably while, the best. While this you're is... talking about the nose, and, and, and I'll get a little sip, and then I'll come Yeah, I mean, again. the nose is exact. It's like when you pop open a bottle of vanilla extract for the first time, and you're like, yep, yep, that's good. Now, Scott obviously sucks at pouring, and I have some wax floating in here, so it's going to add some flavor to it for sure. Listen, that wax was harder than <laughs> shit to get out of there, man. So, first initial thought process on the taste. Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, I'll tell you what, it's it, it's it's not as vanilla as I thought it would be. I mean, you, can, you the, get a little bit of right up front, and then it just it does. Of, it's got a super smooth finish on the backside. Let me get a little water in here and see what that tastes like. I mean, you know me. I'm a let me get a little wax in here. Oh, wait a second. I'm a I'm I'm a barrel snob. You know, barrel strength, but. I will say that any time a finish is done on something, I feel like you do it a little bit of justice by adding just a couple of drops of water sometimes because if it 
you can overcook something, you know, like uh, what's the Denzel Washington said, and remember the Titans, you're overcooking my coats, <laughs> my, my grits coach. So uh, Let me get that water coat. I think that, that that can happen in that situation. You can, yeah. If you leave it in there for too long, I agree. You so, get a little over-oaked. Do you want another bottle? I'm kidding. <laughs> to make sure everyone knows you suck now, at see, pouring. Wait, now see, just like four drops, and it does totally change this. It changes the nose too. It does, hundred percent. Yes, it, I, I, and I think honestly, I mean, this and I added probably four fingers, like little drops off my finger, the tip of my finger into this, and it, wow, I mean, like I'm not kidding, like okay, a hundred times different flavor, and it's actually way smoother, and the vanilla really, really comes out. You so, get the vanilla more in the back for sure. Yes, I appreciate mean, that with a couple of drops. So I mean, I will tell you, like guys, I mean, I'm, I'm not your master blender. I'm not anything like that, but maybe you should look at just proofing this it's, down just a hair because it, it definitely opens it up quite a bit on the flavor side. Yeah, I think I think no matter. I mean, even if you proof it down, you still got to add a couple of drops just to really appreciate it. It's cool though to see the difference, not see the difference, but taste the difference. But you see, smell the difference. Um, But uh, dang, that that just that opens it up quite a bit. So super impressed with uh, you know how that one opened up with just a little bit of water. I'm not mad about that. So still wish I had that shit in a candle. No, absolutely, that would make a beautiful, beautiful candle in that situation, and I think it would be super, super tasty um, just to have that in the house to freshen up the, the the smell. So, uh, so Matt, why, why, why do you think like these type of finishes have become so popular? Well, so that's a great question, Scott. And we've really, you know, we've been talking about it for a while, but you know, for a lot of newer brands that are out there, right. It's what do you do different? You know, how do you set yourself apart from everybody else? And it's, you have these cool, unique finishes. I mean, when's the last time you ever saw anybody have a madagascar vanilla finished bourbon you've never seen that before no. this up but it's cool right it's it's appealing it's new it's unique and it's kind of the front that a lot of these new distillers are taking and so it's cool they've got to you know they've got to make bottles they got to pay the bills keep the lights on and um you know you can only source so much stuff everyone sources a 12 year old this and a 12 year old that and a six year old this and and that but what are you going to do that's different? What are you going to do that gets you to stand out? And these, you know, this lineup we have, I mean, you got honey, you got maple, vanilla, and a little toasted. I mean, those are those are going to stand out on the shelves for sure. And so I think that everyone's taking that initiative of what do you do next to stand out. And I think this is a great start. Right. And so um, of the of before we taste all these of the finished products that you've tried in the past, I mean, is there one that like stands out as far as like a honey finish from Bellmead or a Port I mean, finish from some other, you know, listen, distillery. Starlight does some stuff. Starlight does some really cool. You know what? I actually had the, I think it was a peach brandy finish bourbon from Starlight. I didn't get a chance to try that one yet. Oh my God. I heard it's really good. Fantastic. Okay. Love that. But that's the thing. Like, right? You get a little creative. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't, but you got to take that chance. No, absolutely. I mean, I've had some finishes from, from other distilleries across the world that are like, Maybe you need to work on it a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, some are also better. Some are better with weeded. Some are better with high rye. Some are low rye. Some are better with corn. It just depends. You got to play around with it a little bit. So, like, you couldn't, like, I don't know if you would put a vanilla barrel with a a rye, right? Like, what would that do? That'd probably be pretty freaking gross. Yeah, I would think so. So, you couldn't do something like that. But if you had a, 
I don't know. I mean, if you had a toasted rye or a honey rye, I don't know what a honey rye would do. Would that be cool? Maybe, maybe not. Well, Somebody out there want to try it? I would be happy to taste it. Absolutely. So let's let's move on to to the next good times. You know, pick here. We've got the the maple syrup, which by goodness, now, man, Scott has not stopped talking about this since we fucking, opened it. This is straight up like I would nose fuck this glass right now. He but. currently is. <laughs> I mean, it just smells so damn good. I, I don't know what they did with this. I, I, I mean, I don't even know how they even, like when they talk about like, ooh, we, finishes just kind of, they, <laughs> it's weird to me. Like how you put maple syrup in a barrel after it's already had bourbon in it and then you pull the maple syrup out. But like there has to be maple syrup left in the barrel, right? Like, I mean, it can't all go out. So, I mean, so technically there's like that. Maple syrup and then, in it. Like, so, that, but that's the thing. So when you put it back in the barrel for six weeks or, and I don't know how long things take to finish, you know, I'm not, I'm not that nerdy, um, as far as, you know, the knowledge of bourbon. Um, I like to think that I know a lot, but I don't know if it's a four, six, 10 weeks that they leave it in there with that, but I got to believe it's picking up some heat at that point. Right. Because a, if it's, especially if it's summer, you got heat outside, the barrels are aging, and then you've just added another however much worth of sugar, which should be cooking and fermenting almost in that barrel. So I'm kind of anxious to see what this one tastes also like. Also, probably depends what time of year you did it at. I mean, if you've got the hotter part of the year, you're going to let that, that heat kind of really take advantage of those sugars. Be curious. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it, like, went up in proof, like, you know, two bips. I mean, we're know. drinking it at, what, 119? Yeah, 119, I think that's what it was. And this is a bourbon syndicate pick. Um, this is 119 proof. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty hot. Um, I don't think it's too uncharacteristic. I mean, I think it's MGP to start, if I remember correctly. If I, and, uh, it's and the guys distilled might have said in it Indiana. Yeah, so it's MGP. Uh, it's just distilled in Indiana. <laughs> distilled okay. in Indiana. So, um, man, I just love the smell on this. So I'm going to take a little sip while you're talking about the, the nose on it. Cause you, you no, this is, this is your nose. This is not mine. This is yours. You haven't stopped making love to this nose since we opened it. Yeah, I mean, dude, I love the nose on this. There's no doubt about it. You know he likes it when he's quiet, when he tries something. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody likes it when I'm quiet. I mean, again, the I mean, nose is... Shit, if you had these two in a candle in my house, I don't think I'd leave that. So, see, when you open it, when you put a little water in it, so I'm trying all these with neat and then with water... The nose loses a little bit, so <clears throat> I'm handing well, them out water. That's going to be pretty natural with that. You know, you're naturally going to lose your nose when you dilute it a little bit. So lost a little bit of the nose. Hmm. Taste-wise, I don't think it changed a whole bunch. Really? Yeah, not really. Hey, thank you for not pouring wax into my it's glass a, this time. You're welcome. So it's, it's, it's probably just a touch smoother, but it's not a whole lot. But, uh, I mean, it's got a good solid maple flavor. Um, I, I almost think though, it, it may take a little bit away from the normal flavors of the bourbon. Um, you know, I normally, you know, with a, a, a good solid, you know, four or five year bourbon, you might get some heavy caramel or some vanilla notes with this. I mean, the maple syrup kind of overrides that flavor. Like it's, um, I don't know. I like it. It's just different. It's like, very different. It's more, it's almost more seasonal. Right. Yeah. Almost like, yeah. Like right now it'd be, it's really good in that like warm, like colder months and things like that. So that's the other thing, right? So you have a vanilla and a maple and in my unprofessional opinion, these are, these are very seasonal flavors, right? Like I wouldn't sit in the hot summer and drink a vanilla bourbon or a maple bourbon, right? No. I would want something lighter. 
These are nice, heavy winter fall flavors, which go great with the times that we're in right now. Yep. Now, obviously, we lose track of the days of the week because no one goes anywhere <laughs> anymore. Yeah. COVID sucks. COVID um, sucks. Yeah, no, I definitely understand where you're coming from there. Um, but for summer, you know, like, so for me, rye is my typical drink anyway during the winter anyway. I, I like anything that's heavy, heavy rye. Gives you that nice, warm Kentucky hug, so. Hug. So I don't know. But now, uh, now we're going to make a nice little transition into what I think would be fun to drink in the summertime. The honey? Some honey. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I think honey is probably good. Uh, I've only, you know, I've only had a handful of different honey ones. I've not actually tried the bell meat honey yet. So tasty. Well, you know, nobody's been nice enough to share any with me. So. I'm never nice. I don't share anything with you. You share all your stuff with me. I just don't know if you've ever owned a bottle. I have and if two you bottles have, of it. You do? You, yeah. just, you haven't shared it with me yet, though. Dude, everything's packed up. Come on. Listen, that's an excuse. You've had those for like four months now well, or five months, know. so that's an excuse. A couple <laughs> years, actually. But if listen. You, <laughs> if you've not shared them, then that's on you, right? So never mind. Maybe I'm. Maybe you're not as shareful or, or as giving as I thought you were. Oh. So this one now, I, I really like the nose on this one as well. Um, smells super, super good. It's got a heavy honey on it. See, so so I have the opposite thing. I don't, I don't have a single thing on the nose with regard to sweetness or what you think honey would smell like. But when you taste it, man, that that shit hits you right away. Really? Yeah, I, I get it on the nose, and I'm surprised with you. Professional that's your, nose sniffer, uh, dude. That, that's right your superpower, here. right? That is. <laughs> You're like Superman. Don't fucking question it. <laughs> So, but, uh, yeah, I, I really, I, I do get a lot of honey on the nose. Now, on the flavor, let's let's see where I we're at. I'd say this one would put hair on your head, but I would be lying. So, it's cool because the honey really cuts out on the proof, right? Yep. So, you don't get a burn on the front or the back, which is really nice. Um, you know, I like honey-finished bourbons. I'm, I'm partial to them. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, after trying it after the maple syrup i'm surprised that it's as sweet as it is because to me maple syrup is typically a little sweeter than honey but honey has honey does something different when you mix it with bourbon it just that the real sweetness of it comes out more than maple syrup because we've tried another maple syrup barrel and it i don't know they're both of them have the same effect right the nose is fantastic but the sweetness just isn't quite there with it gotcha but the honey yeah no, this is a. But again, the nose, right? Doesn't have a. It doesn't have an outstanding no, nose. No, I mean that it, has it's like, not over aromatic with honey, but I can definitely smell the honey in this bottle. The vanilla, the vanilla, and the cool maple nose. syrup. You can definitely smell straight up vanilla, straight yeah. up maple syrup. This you can smell the honey, but it's not as pronounced, I guess, as it is yeah, in the other two finished. But ones. it's definitely like so. This is you know what I said, more of a summertime sipper, right? Like I could sit out by the pool and drink this. My ass doesn't need to sit out by the pool and drink anything, but you need your ass needs to get in the pool. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I remember when I met Matt like three years ago. You know, you're a little more svelte back in your in your younger you. days. Thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> Starting to get that dad bod. It happens sometimes. <laughs> COVID and a child really do that How, to you sometimes. Kids, kids fuck up your whole world. Yep. Man. You love them; they're the greatest thing in your life. But man, they fuck up the shit that you used to do. Yeah, like sleep and eat normally. I started eating more when I had kids. I had <laughs> right, not normally. <laughs> you're not you're not normally eating like you don't have your normal dietary. Oh no, that's definitely true. Um, <laughs> plus, you, especially when your kids start eating, eating like right now, your kids still off the tit technically. Um, and I don't know if you're breastfeeding or not. That's not any yes, of my business. My titties are fantastic for breastfeeding. <laughs> Thank you for understanding. <laughs> 
But what I mean is, you know, when when they're bottle fed versus food fed, it, it's definitely a difference because um, you don't have to worry about whether they're going to eat it or not eat it. And then when you get them on that jarred baby food stuff, you know, for one, that stuff is awful. Um, but kids seem to like it. But you don't want to give them, you know, spices. My dog likes it as well. Spices and herbs too too soon because then, like, they won't eat anything that's that's bland at that point. And it's just really hard with kids in that situation. So I don't know. All right. But give them some honey bourbon on their gums and they feel fantastic. But, but yeah. So, you know, when they cut their teeth, you know, I'm not going to say that maybe, you know, a little. <laughs> well, J- something, something. A little JD didn't touch the kids' hey. <laughs> chompers every now hey, and then. You know what? Whatever gets it done, right? That's right. Daddy needs to sleep at night, too. <laughs> Daddy needs a new pair of shoes and Daddy needs as much sleep as he can get. There's no doubt about that one. <laughs> Crazy ass kids, man. Thank you to Tennessee Whiskey for helping Scott's kids sleep at night. <laughs> No, thank you for Tennessee whiskey for helping Scott sleep at night. <laughs> Shit, I, it was, and I'm joking. It wasn't ever Jack Daniels. It was probably more like Four Roses or Old Forester, you know, things like oh, that. Oh, the expensive shit. Uh, not Just really. Kidding. You know me. I'm a cheap drunk. I do like the expensive stuff. I just don't like to pay for it. We know. We know. So if anyone has any cheap shit, they'd like Scott to try. No, I don't want to try cheap shit. I've already tried all the cheap shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to send me the expensive shit so I can drink it. But uh, all right, so now we're going to go on to this toasted barrel. Um, I, 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 I really like the honey. You know, toasted in the past have been hit or miss, right? You have some people that over-toast it, some people that under-toast it, some people uh, you know, don't necessarily. So in my humble opinion, and this is just me in general, yeah. I think most toasted products are too tannic. I think there's too much oak. Um, I'm not a huge fan of any of them. So. I, I I like very few of them. Um, like the one that that we picked when we did our barrel pick, I liked it, but it still was a little oaky for me. Um, and that so, thing. So my question for you, and I mean, when you see a toasted, what do you compare it to? Because there's always something that you compare it to. So any of the toasted products, I typically go with like those bourbons that are super super old. Yeah. But like what, like flavor profile wise, like you've obviously had one that you liked and you try to replicate that taste and you're like, oh, this isn't as good as this or, oh, it's better than this. So I, like what's your Mendoza line for it? I guess whenever I try a toasted product, I'm in, and especially when they're barrel strength, because that becomes difficult, right? Because I think the watered down products, right? So anything like your Woodford Double Oak or your 1910 on the old Forester, which start two of excellent products right love the 1910 so um you you get some of those marshmallows some of those sugary flavors but those are heavily watered down now when you get a barrel strength when you typically in my opinion it's more heavy on the oak side so you get more of those tannins um that come from that barrel so sometimes you're getting something that i would consider more earthy like some cedar or pine different things to that nature um and I think that's why I'm not as huge of a fan of as, as a barrel strength toasted person as I am a somewhat proof down version of a toasted barrel. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're going to try this one. Slap it in the mouth. Slap it in the mouth. Hit it on the nose. The nose on this one's really good. I, it, I will say that. Good uh, toast. We got four barrels Good color here. on it too, by the way. It's got a great color. The nose is fantastic on this thing. Matter of fact, it's even being drank out of a good times, you know, Glen Cairn. Um, so, so uh, getting in there nose good. Is there a sticker on this one, Scott? There is a sticker. 
Um, this one is uh, Bourbon Black Friday of 2020. So this is one of the ones they released <laughs> just uh, this past uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So Black Friday. So that's the other thing. So do you prefer a 375 or a 750 if you're going to just buy stuff to be trying things? Oh, if, uh, well, if I've never had it before, I mean, I'll always take a smaller bottle. Always take a smaller bottle? Yeah, sure. Do you want to go balls deep in it right off the bat? I mean... My collection would tell you otherwise, but... I was about to say, I think most of your shit's 750s. I see a lot of 375s rolling around in there. There's a couple. Oh, no, absolutely. So... Actually, I'd just rather you buy it and I come over and try it, and that's really my preference, but... So, see, this one, to me, super oaky. It's yeah. got a lot of tannic to it. Um, I don't know if it's over tannic, but it's definitely got a different flavor to it. Um, long finish to it. It's Dude, it's a super long finish, yeah. I'm going to touch, touch it up with just a hair of water because I think that's the responsibility of the the taster of the taster to taste both sides of it. Um, but, you know, it's got a good... Matter of fact, the finish on this one is excellent. Pre, It's got just enough um, wood that it's going back, but it's not, it's not overly oaked in yeah. some capacity. See, I, I think there's a lot of oak in this. Yeah, so it's very, very oaky, but it's not like it's... Uh, it's not that bad oak, right? It's it's a, uh, it would be more of the sweeter oak. It's more like that toasted marshmallow in that capacity. Marshmallows, but with the water, man, it opens the nose quite a bit. I don't know if you tried that or not, but damn, sound sling that back. Oddly enough, it gets a little hotter. Yeah, I'm not a fan of adding water to it. Yeah, no, I think that one's a straight one. Which is interesting. Usually, yeah, usually if you add a little water, it actually brings down the heat. I felt like it accelerated, especially the heat on the finish. Right. So I think uh, that's definitely not one that you would want to add water to. The other ones, I don't know. I mean, the maple syrup and the vanilla, I liked with a touch of water in them. Probably the vanilla more than the maple. Um, actually, like the, I actually enjoyed drinking the honey. The honey, the just best. straight up, yes. No, absolutely, 100% with you on that. Vanilla smells so good. That, that vanilla is really good, but I, I'm still probably, of the noses, the vanilla, the maple syrup is still my favorite on the nose. All right, Scott, I got to ask you. One to four, how are you ranking them? One to four on these. Hmm. I'll tell you mine. We'll go. Can we do nose and then taste, or are we just going overall? No, overall. Overall? Overall I'm, score. Judges' overall score. So, overall score. And I'm going to taste, and I'm going to rate them based on neat, not on after I sure. added a touch of water. Sure. So, neat, I'm going to go honey. Yeah. Maple syrup. Yeah. Vanilla toasted. I agree with you, honey's number one, but I'm going to go vanilla, the syrup, and then the toasted as well. Huh. Yeah. And it's not because the the toasted is bad or anything like that. It's just, the I think the the flavorings are just super unique. I mean, they give it a lot of different flavor profiles. It gives you some stuff to kind of go on. Yeah. Um, I would concur. I, I think it's funny that you don't like the maple syrup as much as you like the vanilla. Yeah, I love the vanilla. I don't know. Maybe because I like the smell of it better, but I just I I think it drinks better. No, no, I don't know. I think with with water, I think you're right. The vanilla is definitely better than the maple syrup, but without the water, I think the maple syrup is better than the vanilla. So vanilla ice is staring at me on the sticker, so you know, I really can't. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. So <laughs> so where do you know who does LFG's labels? You don't know? No. I don't know. The guy that does them, <laughs> dude's pretty smart. And it may be that Ryan comes up with all of them, and then uh, they just put them out there. But 
even hell, I think uh, Derek, I think the big dude that's the Ohio State fan, I see yeah. him on the, one of the pages. He, uh, I think he did one that was Mahoney Ali or something like that instead that's of Muhammad, funny. and it had like a little uh, boxing glove that was attached to the wax. So you uh, got like um, that's a, really a boxing glove, and then the actual um, sticker was Muhammad Ali standing over top of somebody. It was like float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, or something like that. So, so these overall pretty good products. Um, we we both agree that the honey is the best of of the four in our in our humble opinion. Right. Um, and then we've got. Uh, a split on the maple syrup and the vanilla in second position, but we agreed that the toasted um, was our our least favorite of the four Agreed. that we tried. Agreed. So, um, if you were going to go out and you had the money to buy it, I think all these run around um, eighty to a hundred dollars a piece. Which one are you dropping your cash on? Is it the honey automatically? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, and then. Um, what would you say the price point? I mean, are, are you good with $80 on all of these? I think it's a a bit pricey for it. You know, I think that when you have a brand that's not very recognizable to a lot of people and it's new to the market, there's obviously a threshold people are willing to, to pay for it. Right. Um, you say so, that, but, you know, Old Carter's pretty expensive. Old Carter is very expensive. But then again, they're, they're, they're supplying you with 12 and 15-year-old juice. Correct. So maybe that's the price hey, difference. Ferraris aren't made for everybody, all right? No, that's right. No, absolutely. I'm just trying to get a gauge on, you know, price points, things like that. I, I agree. I think, you know, 70, 70 to $80 is kind of my swing on anything that's kind of in that newer family. Um, I, and I think with the store picks, that's that's about where they run at. I know that some of these some of these bourbon groups will charge a premium because they put a pretty little sticker on it and things like that. But you know, you you got to appreciate that it is barrel proof. It is single barrel. No, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, yeah, maybe the, maybe the three, seven fives for 40 or 50 bucks is maybe more up people's alley for trying than a, than a fifth for 80 or 90 bucks. Right. No, I think that might be a good idea. I understand the business behind it, but yeah. No, absolutely. So maybe that is the that's the play if you're going to do one. Um, I would suggest you definitely contact Nick and Jimmy and just say, hey, you want to do a barrel pick? Um, if it was me, I would say grab a honey, um, let them do their thing. Um, they seem to know what they're doing on that piece because, um, like I said, all four of them were good products. Right. Um, but maybe you try the 375s, get some extra bottles out of it, and you know maybe that gets them on a premium price on their side, and it gets you an opportunity to uh, buy it and sell it um, through your store, um, through your bourbon group. Um, in our situation, we're actually looking to do one uh, with a couple of charity organizations that we work with. You all know that we uh, love to do those type of things. Right. But I think that the, 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 that's the way I would go about it is maybe with the 375s over the 750s. Agreed. So... Well, all right, Matt, um, we're going to get off here for today. Um, if you want to reach us at Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com is our email address, www.bourbonbarreltalk.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the old social media stuff. Um, and then uh, you can... social media stuff, too. And if you want to contact us, that's the easiest way to do it. If you have a specific question for myself, Josh, Matt, you know, don't be afraid to... 
you know, inbox us and just say, hey, you know, hey, Matt, you know, we always uh, hear about your nose being so big and you being such a good smeller. You know, what's that like whenever they, you know, rag on you all the time? It's great. It's a gift. You know, then then you can ask those type of questions and we'll be glad to air, answer them all on the air for you. Um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Instagram. I mean, on, on uh, either Apple Podcast. Um, right now we're on Pandora, which is a nice ad. Um, we're on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere you can find any kind of podcast you can find us out there. So this is Scott, Matt. Matt. We're having a good time. We're having a great fucking time. And we're signing off.